Three, two, one. Darling, let me ask you, what is it that's been on my mind? And you know good and well you kept your shoes on running through mine. So let me climb onto your pedestal, spread you wide on my easel, devour you like a predator, remind you how and why I still keep you. So tell me what it is you've been needing. So tell me with whom you've been speaking. Go ahead and get him on the phone. Go ahead and tell him why you leaving. Look me in the eyes when you're fucking me, baby. Look me in the eyes when you're fucking me, maybe. I can fall deeper and easier into your mind and make it mine, 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 baby. Look me in the eyes when you're fucking me, baby. Look me in the eyes when you're fucking me, maybe. I can fall deeper and easier into your mind and make it mine, 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 baby. Tulips, roses, thorns, and grapevines growing through the storm I devise. You say it's cold within your cage, but there is no lock on the door, baby. Don't ever chain yourself to a moving vehicle without me strapped to your waist. Let me be your anchor. What? I'll keep you close. Won't you float off in space? Because, baby, without you, I'm not human. Fuck the human race. So let's get a get away without any more delay i've said it before and i'll say it again that i am blind just looking for a new place to begin that one last time will you do for me what you did for him call uh, call to me crawl to me on hands and look me in the eyes when you're fucking me baby what is look happening me in the eyes when you're fucking me maybe <laughs> i can fall deeper and easier into your mind and make it mine 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 Look me in the eyes when you're fucking me, baby. Look me in the eyes when you're fucking me, maybe. I could fall deeper and easier into your mind and make it mine, 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 baby. And I've said it before and I'll say again that I'm blind and I can fall deeper and easier into your mind and make it mine, 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 baby. Oh, great. We've got Go no listeners. We've got no yeah. listeners now. That's awesome. Oh, did, did Rampage leave because of the ad? <laughs> no. <laughs> but nobody's going to oh, sit through yeah. that. He's killing Maybe our not. listenership. Maybe. Oh, well, Jesus. I mean, at least two people listen to it. Him and the fucking guy whose song it is. Oh, my God. All but right. Let's... Go check out neighborsthroughthewall.bandcamp.com. And this guy sells masks and butt plugs with his faces on them. So if you want this guy's face in your ass, you could go buy that. And he lost three of his toes. So go stick his face in your ass. Uh, and on that note... Welcome to another episode of the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Randy Neighbors, Three Missing Toes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let I'm you. Really? I'm gonna let you introduce our guest for tonight because this is a, a person that I've been dying to get on the show, and I'm so yes. excited to have him here tonight. Please, please introduce the guest. Our guest tonight is the artist formerly known as Bill Randy. Mr. William Wayward, mine and Jason's favorite comedian of all time. William, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great. Great. Horrified. So, <laughs> horrified. He's He's been so nervous about doing this podcast, and we're just like, man, you, you just have to be yourself. But, but maybe we don't know who yourself is. Yeah, apparently I don't either. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to be William Wayward anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so open micers exclusive. You're gonna change your stage name again. Please, let's cultivate a new one Dude, right here on live. Bill Randy is perfect. It, it just—it's such a perfect name for your persona. Like, it, dude, Bill Randy. Like, it's just perfect. Yeah, I see what you're saying. My dad likes it. Um, uh, at first, I don't want to be Bill anymore. Something about Bill. Um, I, I'm not, everyone's always called me William, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I feel that I'm more of, am I a William? I think you're a bill. Yeah. I, I think, think you're, you're a bill. billium. <laughs> billium. That's good. Billium Randy. <laughs> billium Randy. I've thought about that actually, just because I didn't know which one. And I was like, ah, oh, could be, uh, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. So are you are you struggling with the first name or the last name or both? 
I really think I want to be William. I just, everyone's always called me William. Um, I don't know. I just, Bill just sounds weird to me at the, now for some reason. Um, but uh, the reason it's William funny is Bill is just such an old man name. And, and it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds uh, funny. So don't why, why don't, why don't you use your real name? Oh my God. I just, I know, I know way too many people from Mobile and I wanted no one to know that I'm doing this. So you want anonymity to go along with your comedy? Yeah. So you want anonymity yet you just, you, you agreed to come on a podcast that is being out on Twitch, YouTube, and uh, our, our uh, half a dozen listeners each week. <laughs> no, but I meant, um, I mean, I go in front of the crowd, so those are mobile people. I've met people that I know, and they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, you know, I found that using my real name, even the people that I don't that I go to school with or whatever, just don't even know still because they they uh, I mean, if they're going to see me, they're going to see me either way without seeing like my name or face on a poster. Well, hmm. I went to a uh, uh, I went to McGill Tulin and uh, what I noticed that while I was there is there people spread a lot of rumors very quickly and like everyone was always jet you know talking about them and shit and uh oh i uh, no, no people totally found out first of all um it, all i can say is like uh i don't know it would just huh i don't even really know why i wanted to be anonymous specifically now that, I, now that I'm really thinking about it, this is the thing. The comment, I don't, I don't really think about things. I just kind of like, I feel it a little bit, and then I just do it. You know what I mean? So it's like... Sounds like my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this podcast has caused me to, like, think about myself so much, and... Uh, like I just, I, I found out I never done that before. Like I was just kind of like, like I had no idea who I am. <laughs> William, if it makes you feel any better, I haven't even showered today, so you're still doing better than me. How about? Well, I don't know if that's how we measure ourselves. How about <laughs> how about William Bill? That's a good one, William Bill. Billiam William. Hmm. I have no, I, I don't know. I, you know, I feel that it's okay for me to keep changing at this point, right? I could... <laughs> Yeah, see, that's part of the enigma that is Bill Randy. That's part of your neuroses is is the changing of the stage name. Because we I'm definitely, I'm neurotic. I'm a neurotic person. We've talked about you many, many times on this podcast because you're like an enigma. You're... We as many times as Jacob and I have been over to Mobile to the op uh, open mics over there, especially you know pre-COVID or whatever, we would see this guy who would come sign up, go on stage, do these hilarious out of the the out of the uh, like how do you how would you even I don't even know how to describe your comedy, just weird. This is one of the things I've been thinking about. <laughs> Because I heard you guys on the podcast with Jade Green uh -huh. um, talking about my comedy. And it, uh, but the oh thing is, God, is you get done doing this hilarious you know, set that me and Jacob are just dying in the back of the room. And I can't even meet you because you leave as soon as you're done. Like you're just well, like that, the, you're like a specter in the night. I'm an insomniac. I got it, and I got to get up, and I got to get up early for work, you know. And just, dude, when you when you really don't get when you don't get sleep for like a week straight, you are, you're not even a person. Like it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. But you're awake. And and not to mention that those poor few hours of sleep I got were just horrifying nightmares, all fucking night, no rest. <laughs> and so, you know. <laughs> No, this is terrible. This is terrible. Um, 
You sound like the main character from Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. You've never seen, You've Fight, never Club? seen Fight Club? Yeah. A bunch of I've heard about it my entire life, but uh, I got first of all I got the ending spoiled, and I was just like, okay, I don't want to see this movie. You know what I mean? Now that I know what's going on between these two characters, yeah, you know what I mean. Or I got the whole the... ending spoiled. The whole. Yeah, I understand that, but so to this day, you've still never seen me or Jason do comedy because you just do your set and leave. <laughs> and, I, I missed you at the juke joint because I went outside for some reason. Didn't know anyone. Is, I was well, no, you weren't even there yet when uh, after I went up. Uh, I went up at the beginning of the night because at the juke joint, it's better if you go on early while everyone's tentative and there's still a full crowd. So yeah. I went on early to get the good spot. And then the Mobile Comics, including yourself, all came in later in the night. And luckily... Your ride was Jade, so you didn't have anywhere to go. So I pinned you down long enough to get your phone number and ask if you want to come on my podcast so I can talk to you. Well, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's good, but it's I don't know. I just I don't know how to like meet. I don't know how to meet people. First of all, well, first thing you have to do is actually stick around. So people can talk to you. Other than, I was just being extraneous because, I mean, already I, I have to go. You know what I mean? Because of the work thing. And I have such a tough time falling asleep. Um, I've, I've gotten really good at that. So I, I've gotten really – this corona, I've been uh, getting really good sleep. And so I re, I'm going to start sticking around. Awesome. But uh, I also just – I don't know. That just made me want to talk about meeting people because I – have no idea how to do it. Hmm. Well, talk about meeting people. How did you meet the Mobile Comics that you hang out with now? I don't have any friends in the world at all. Yes, no. you do. You have Jade and you have Heather. Nope, no friends. <laughs> no friends. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hang out with anybody. I've never hung out with the uh, Mobile Comics except for Jade and Heather that one time. <laughs> so that one time, they just asked if you wanted to come to Mississippi with them. Yeah, I, me and Jade had kind of been like, we'd been texting a little bit. Well, that's um, a start. And no, 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 me and Jade had talked in the club a few times. Um, and actually, you know, I'm Thomas Finley. I uh, really like that guy a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I met the club, I talked to him definitely. But I talked to Jade a few times too. But I may actually like Thomas Finley. I've talked a lot with, and. Uh, you know, that was, I didn't have to meet him. I'm pretty sure he came up to me. You know what I mean? The only people I'll ever meet are people that approach me. You know what I mean? I don't know how to. <laughs> Somehow they're good at it. They can just slide right in. And I'm like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Well, I was able to talk to you and meet you because I felt like I already knew yeah. you because I'd seen you do comedy like 10 times. <laughs> 10 times? At, at least. At least 10 times. Okay. And then you, you just you just get up and leave, and I'm like, I finally have this guy. I feel like I know him. I know he's just like an awkward, friendly dude. And then we <laughs> talked and hit it off and everything, because we're both around the same age, and we both do comedy and write jokes. And, uh, I mean, there's that kind of connection when you see someone do comedy so many times. It, even if you don't actually know them, you feel like you do know them, like a coworker yeah. in a way. Well, every time we go to Mobile, uh, you know, I would tell Jacob on the way over there, I'm like, we're, we're going to meet Bill tonight. We're going to talk to Bill. We get to the show. You come up, do your set. You come off the stage and go straight out the door. And then it's like you, you try to run out after you to catch you. And it's like, it's like a movie where we look down the street and you're nowhere to be found. It's like you just, you just fluttered off into the night air. <laughs> That, that's literally happened. <laughs> we have, we developed a strategy to block the door so you couldn't leave, and we just we, we didn't have time to implement it because you're too fast. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to leave right away, you have to just immediately leave. You know what I mean? I just think – I just imagine you have, like, that Batman, uh, you know, like, grappling hook where you just go outside and shoot it up to the top of the building, and you're just – you're off into the night sky. 
I don't know. I, I don't know why that is. I got really, I got tiny, short little legs. <laughs> and uh, I don't walk, I walk, maybe I just like go fast at it. Maybe. People tell me I walk weird. <laughs> <laughs> see, that that's the, first, that... that was the first thing. This, this will always, I don't know. I, see, this, I have a problem with everything. Like, I don't know how to converse. I don't, I don't know how to do anything. I just want to like, I don't know what, whether I'm supposed to say something or not, but, um, this, this is just this, like, I, I just, I'm about to tell a story and I'm like, why am I telling a story? You know what I mean? It's like, this seems, I, am I supposed to be telling, am I, am I, I just don't know what to do. Um, well, you're doing fine right now. I mean, you're having a conversation with us, you know, you're like, just, just having a nice no, no, conversation. I can do it. I can do it. I always like have something to say, but I'm just like, should I? You know what I mean? Like, there's. <laughs> I always feel that everything I say is unnecessary. You know what I mean? This you know, like, that's something that a lot of other people should adopt. <laughs> I have something to say, but should I? Yeah, I'll agree with that. I didn't used to have this problem. I know. Yeah, I know. I used to. I don't know though. It's hard for me to think about what a younger me would have said. It's almost impossible for some weird reason. Like, I'm just like, what was I talking to friends about? Like, what was our discussions? <laughs> I have no idea. All I knew, I mean, I do, I know, like, very dark, very dark and very, like, sinister. Yeah. Well, everybody's got their, you know, emo dark. Like, I am the darkness phase. High no, no. <laughs> In high just, school. We absolutely had horrifying senses of humor like just i guess it was because first of all i grew up i went to this i did not like public schools they're huge but i went to a private grade school and so there was only like 30 of us to a class and so we became like and we didn't even know what the internet was like we we were just this little bubble of people it almost looking back it's almost like it feels like a weird little like science experiment. Are you but, living in a uh, monastery? Like what? What kind of Catholic school doesn't have Catholic like school. like internet? We just didn't know what it was. <laughs> like really. <laughs> we just. I'm telling. That was that was that was my like that was my thing where I was. We just didn't know anything. We literally just. I feel like we were just like like came from just. Um, <laughs> I love how Pepper Goins, the guy on y'all's last podcast, compared me to a blind man since birth. <laughs> <laughs> since birth. But, See, um, I told Pepper on that podcast that you didn't watch the show, and then we all three said, fuck Bill Randy. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I thought, but, um, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's just like... Um, we were just all, and we just, for some weird, okay, so we knew about a few parts of the internet, like memes weren't a thing. I knew that memes were not a thing. There was just posts. And like, we knew about websites where there were jokes. So we'd look up, oh my gosh, this is like all the internet, I don't even want to, I can't even talk about this stuff. There was this <laughs> website of just the most sick, twisted jokes. Like just evil, evil jokes. There's, oh my God, I can't even talk about this. It's so bad. And so like some, for some weird reason, we just became all psychos. Just like, like our sense of humor was just death and destruction. And just like, just, and, and I was the darkest. <laughs> People were uncomfortable with me, for sure. I can actually picture that though. Yeah. But see, yeah. I, I, I find a lot of comics do have really, really dark sense of humors, and they actually have to tone it down to the stage for the whole time. I'm, I still have it; it's still ingrained in me. I'm just an evil yeah. person. But, That's um, how I am too. I mean, someone will make like a really tasteless joke about like a, some horrible tragedy or something at an open mic, yeah, yeah. and I'm laughing my ass off, and everyone else is like, "Oh no." Yeah, me and Jacob are always the bad influences with each other when we come up with jokes or like even even like when we were doing some of the roasts, 
we're like, dude, should we say this? And like, dude, you have to. If you say this, you will be my hero forever. Like, I'll give you $5 yeah. if you say that. <laughs> I think I was more of the bad influence than that because, I mean, you, you had to reel me in a little bit with the roast. <laughs> and you should have reeled me in a little more. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like it when you're off the leash. What roast? What, what is this roast? So I, I organized um, a Gulf Coast comedy roast battle in December. Yeah. And uh, Jade Green actually came in and, and won the entire thing. Yeah, of course he did. That guy is so – talking to him is a nightmare. He beat Everything me. Everything yeah. <laughs> he's just like – We were the two finalists. Damn. He beat me. Damn it. Damn Jade. <laughs> I would. He would be good at that now that I think about it. Yeah, he is really good at that. But yeah. I do want to two I, people roasting each other. I do want to talk yeah, to you uh, about your comedy because uh, I just have to know like who who are some of your influences because I've never heard a comedian like you in my life. Well, um, <clears throat> I could explain to you why that is first of all, but Please. I guess I'll tell you um, uh, my one. comedic influences. So my one of the greatest things that ever happened to me in my entire life was having an older brother. All right, he was five years older than me. Hey, my brother and was five years older than me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Are, were you? <clears throat> were you? Was it? Did you have an old brother older than him? Even? No, it was just me and him. He was five years older than me, and uh, I was the uh, I was the experimentee. So. Oh. <laughs> It's a nightmare. Yeah, that it is. part. Is a, that part of it was the secret. Oh God! Yeah, the thing <laughs> that an older brother does to a younger brother mm-hmm. are just nightmares. There are things I'm, I'm scarred idea. about that you know <laughs> I had to t- go Secretly, to therapy for. Dude, I swear to God, if they t- why in in like the CIA should torture like people with tickles, dude. <laughs> like, have you been tickled for? An unending period? <laughs> yes. Yep. You've been you've had that happen? Yes. Yeah. My my brother tickled my little sister until she shit herself. Shit <laughs> 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 and oh. oh my god. <laughs> he was a he was a really fucked up older brother. But he had he gave me he would just he was super into torrenting, and so he just had he we he and he somehow could figure out how to torrent things, and then convert all of his torrents into iTunes, so he could download it all onto our iPod, all in my iPod. Mm-hmm. And for some weird reason, he just went and got so many comedians. He would just he he, he like uh, basically. I mean, I I when I was a kid, I really one of the biggest influences, Bill Cosby. First of all. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, I fucking loved Bill Cosby so much. Um, I even loved his cartoon, Little Bill. But um, did you ever see that show? Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Dude, I love that, and I love uh, the um, uh, Fat Albert. Fat Albert was, was one of my oh, yeah, favorite yeah. cartoons yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, Bill Cosby was one of my idols just as far as lifestyle. Dude, his his HBO <laughs> special himself is still, I think, is one of the greatest stand-up uh, albums of all time. It's just, he's just his, he has ruined it, you know? Well, that's the thing. Um, I haven't listened to him in a long, long time. Since I was a child, I would just listen to his albums over and over. Um, when I was real young. My, I got an iPod Nano when I was like, um, fuck, I don't know, I don't know, ages is when I was a child. Things early, I think. <laughs> but um, uh, I got this iPod Nano, and he, it was just filled with everything he'd ever torrented. And so I just had this fucking movies. You go watch movies on that thing. It was the third generation. Yeah. Um, the coolest iPod Nano by far. But. Um, uh, it just had everything on it. Every comedian. I had Nick Swardson. Um, you know, I really, I'm a little embarrassed about this now. I really liked Dane Cook as a child. I was so, <laughs> I was real young. All right. Yeah. Uh, 
it's okay to like Dane Cook as a child because his comedy <laughs> is, is fucking childish. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um, Nick Swartzen loved Nick Swartzen's first album, Party. And I don't know. I think we only had Party. Loved, loved. I've listened to the Dimitri Martin, um, the one where it's a drawing of his face. You know what? That's it. Five times. A hundred thousand times. I don't know. I pinpointed it. It's you are you remind me a whole fucking lot of Dimitri Martin. I think we finally cracked the case. <laughs> I loved Dimitri Martin. He was literally at that time he was definitely my favorite comic. Um uh loved Dimitri Martin. I think I had two albums of Dimitri Martin. But um loved Dimitri Martin, loved huh. I can't think of any more for some weird reason. Oh, but, okay. And so I just always, huh? I said, that's, that's okay. <laughs> I, every every time people on. ask me my favorite comedians, I immediately go blank. I'm just like, uh, uh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many for every comic. But it's, mm-hmm. Like amateur interviewers, like I've been doing a lot of podcasts lately uh, that like aren't comedy podcasts. And they'll ask me like my favorite influences and I'm like, homie i i can do this for the next 30 minutes like every comic oh, has yeah. just so many influences mm-hmm. yeah. that's a good point oh i'm remember the problem i just can't remember them if i if i did have a little time i'm sure i could but i don't want to see that's another problem i have with the. i would love conversations if for some weird reason I was able to go, all right, can you just give me like five minutes to just like think about something and then I'll get back to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be, yeah. That would be so useful. So that's why you like texting because you can just take time to think and it's no, not immediate texting. pressure. Oh, really? I, um, I come across really weird over text. Right. <laughs> I don't know. We've been texting and I, and I feel like I was coming across weird because I kept pressuring you to give me things for the podcast <laughs> no 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 that's that's first of all that's your job but no i mean I'm, I'm trying to make jokes over the text you know what i mean <laughs> well here's yeah. the thing i mean like, I, I do that too and a lot, would I a lot even of people don't get it this? huh how how do you even like how do you write your jokes because and i can't even explain it like everybody listening to this you have to go see an open mic where Bill Randy is at or William Wallace or whatever the hell you're calling yourself now. <laughs> what do you think about William Calico? William Calico. Calico. That's, that's okay. Like Calico Jack the Pirate. But it's like, it's something you have to actually, ex- you, huh? it, your, your comedy is something that has to be experienced. You can't just be, I, I have such a hard time explaining to people what's funny about it. It's, you just have to see it. So how do you even come up with the stuff that you come up with? Like, I, it boggles my mind. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I was <laughs> so mad at Jade. My best joke is the fucking one where I laugh at a joke I can't say. Uh-huh. Like, what? I try so hard on these jokes. <laughs> and my best one is one that I don't even know I'm doing. I'm yeah. absolutely unaware of. <laughs> See, that's that's what I think it is. I think it's just your personality. Well, yeah, maybe that too. Um, that was another thing that really was I was like really kind of dumbfounded a little bit about it. Y'all said you you Jason, you said um, the way I behave is what's funny, mm-hmm. and that in a million years I never thought that was why I'd be funny. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to be, um, man, this is really, I could go, I've, there's so many different things going on at the same time, but, um, uh, shit. See, uh, I think, I think I can explain it for you. Like, my theory is that you bring in your stage presence and personality a sense of genuinity. I don't know if that's a fucking word. You're genuine on stage, whereas a, a lot of people get the sense when someone's doing comedy it's a fabrication of something and someone where you yeah. everyone can got to get the sense of that's you and you know yeah, your no, jokes are the way i behave on stage is probably very tr- is very true to myself um 
Like I'm just, I don't know what I, I don't know what to pretend or anything, but uh, <clears throat> I was trying to think about that. There's just so many different moving parts to the question you asked me. I this is a problem I have writing. I just there's just so many different things I can't put them in an order. But um, so you you asked me what the way I come up with a joke or something? Yeah, like it? how do you even. How do, you, uh, okay. how do you write? Like, how do you come up with the stuff you come up with? Okay, yeah, that. Um, uh, uh, I, uh, sorry, sorry, it's so hard. <laughs> um, so basically, I have, I have a little philosophy where um, uh, I want, I don't, I don't even, I want to, ju I judge my jokes off of only the idea. All right. And so I go up on stage. This is why this is okay. So one of the reasons why I think people like me is because I'm just completely willing to go up there with nothing and just willing to bomb. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just absolutely almost, almost prepared, almost trying to bomb. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I try to go up there with just the idea. And so I just throw the idea out there and see if, and if the idea is good enough to get a laugh, then I'll take it further. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just, I heard a comedian say one time, I just heard a guy say like, you should do that. You should go on stage with just ideas and see what happens. Mm. I didn't see, if you think about it, that's a vague statement because I'm sure that guy, now that I've passed, done this a little while, I'm sure that guy didn't have just ideas. I like think I, you hit on something there. I, I, I think I kind of pinpointed it a little bit, too. I don't know if you guys have ever done any kind of acting classes or anything, but a lot of things that you know actors are taught is to be in the moment. And I think when you're on stage, a lot of comedians um, that you know I find funny, uh, but you can tell that they're completely have memorized everything, or you can tell like they are reading from notes. And but you, even though you are up there like reading from a notebook, it's almost like it's, it's ideas. like it's coming to you at the moment and you're you're 100 percent in the moment. And it's weird because it's like you're watching someone's thought process on stage. And it's I think that's how magical. I believe a lot of myself. Yeah, I think is why I seem genuine or something like that is because I'm. I just go up there with just the idea and I just throw it out in a way. I try to make the idea funny. You know what I mean? I'm not trying, I'm not trying to bomb really. It may seem like I'm trying to bomb, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to get laughs really yeah. hard. Like, um, and not even just, I have a, I have a real, like, I have a real, like a uh, checklist of things. Like I'm technically going for entertainment value itself too. Like, I'm not expressly always going, like, there, you know, I mean, there's some things I'm just like, there's no way this could get a laugh. But I, I want people to have enjoyed their time. You know what I mean? At the very least, they don't laugh. They go like, okay, like, that was um something, you know what I mean? A lot of your stuff, too, is something that hits you later, too. Like, the, the I think the first time... I ever saw you. I don't know if you remember Jacob. Like the first time you may have, see, have seen him, you may have even told me about him. It was like, there's this I dude did, here yeah. tonight. And we watched you. And I didn't, at first, I was like, I didn't quite get it, but I knew there was something special. And then we were like on the way home that night. And I'm just cracking up, like thinking about some of the stuff you talked about. And I was like, I think I just found my new favorite comedian ever. And the next few times, that I saw you, I was just like, this dude, like, I, I hope you don't ever quit doing comedy or I, and honestly, I'm just telling you this as a person who was a fan of you and your style, you need to get the hell out of, of Mobile and go to LA to the comedy store. You need to go to New York. You need to go to Denver. You need to get into some bigger markets because I guarantee you you have something that not a lot of people have, and to you, it's just natural. Other people have to work at it. And I think your comedy is something that it's not going to hit right away. It's going to be something that has to build because you're going to get people like me and Jacob being like, you've got to see this dude. 
Like you don't, I can't explain it. You just have to see it and you're going to build a following that way. I'm telling you 100%, you are going to be huge if you keep doing what you do, but you've got to get the hell out of the South. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, I mean, if if I hate, I don't like talking about this really. Realistically, um, if I had the option to never get huge, I would take that in a second. Literally huge? I do. Holy cow. I, um, uh, I just want to make a living. You know yeah. what I mean? I think you could uh, do that very easily. Yeah. Uh, yes, 100%. Yeah. I, there is no doubt in my mind that you could be very easily making a living do, like doing college tours, like you would be huge like in the college circuit, I think, because you're just, you're that type of comedy. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, like if if I ever went on a tour, I would definitely want to bring you along with me to (laughs) perform for younger audiences and people that are educated in comedy and understand what it is that you're doing. And, you know, that's why I'm a fan of both you. I love that. Nobody's gonna understand me except for <laughs> comedians. But I think you, you know, well, yeah, I, people I, will catch on I, though. When I watch you, I, I think about the like the next Eric Andre, right? Because no one understood what Eric Andre was doing until they understood what Eric Andre yeah. was doing, and I get the same vibe with you. Yeah, exactly. You okay, would fit in well it. with that with that Bo Burnham crowd too, because he's that. Oh my god, I, that's that, another. He he wasn't exactly a comedian, but I had his song albums on my ipod and i listened to them hundreds of times mm-hmm. bo burnham but you know what i'm saying like that it's not quite all comedy but it's more cerebral than anything it's that kind of it's that alternative comedy and that's well that, you know that was um that was just that's all i do all i do in comedy is uh i'll think of a funny idea not, not even Specifically, I do have like a little formula, you know what I mean? It's like, um, maybe I don't, but, um, I just, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, uh, I just, I think of like a a duality, you know what I mean? Like, um, for that tiger's joke, I've never used that joke ever again. First of all, that I know specifically that show I've listened to that show back. It was a horror show. But uh, yeah, but I bet you the, heard me in the back cackling. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's but, that's one of your that's one of your pinpoint jokes, and I think it does, you're, you're, it does pinpoint me. It does. I will admit that because it was just the simple thing. Why do we let tigers exist? The people in Africa are starving. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. The They're eating all the antelopes. All right. Why do we need them? Why wouldn't we rather an abundance of antelopes? You know what I mean? That's all I had. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was the entire and, <laughs> and but like it's, I, that's one of those jokes that like that you know me and Jacob latched on to like dude that joke about the tiger and we're like cracking up on the way home yeah. and it's just like yeah. yeah no I you, thought it was funny that's why I said it you know what I mean <laughs> I wouldn't say it if I didn't think it was funny you I have a you weird definitely. Story. You definitely should keep that in your material. Yes. You should definitely keep "What's Up with Tigers" as one of your marketed bits, dude. That's going to well, be your first album title. What's up with Tigers? <laughs> and if it does happen, I get a I get a two percent cut. Uh, okay, <laughs> but um, no, don't don't agree to that, Bill. <laughs> don't agree to it. You were, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man um if you need the money i mean i'll just send it to you dude <laughs> I, uh, i'm absolutely i'll i'll uh you know it would be terrible oh never mind but um uh uh that just that just got me thinking this is the problem of conversations you know what i mean you're I, am i supposed to just say what's on my fucking mind like yeah well, actually, we're getting to the point of the show where um, we've been talking for a while, and we need to get to the top five if we're still going to uh, yeah, do that we, tonight. We do actually uh, still need to, need to do the top five. So yeah, let's oh, yeah. Uh, let's move into the top five, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll call it a show. What do you say, fellas? We oh, definitely 
We definitely want to have you back again. Like, I, we can't just end the conversation yeah. there. We have to have you back on the show again. Well, this leads into my first pet peeve. Yes. Can I start it out? Yes, sir. What's your, yeah. what's your number five? My number five is assumptions. Any and all assumptions. All right. That, um, uh, now, of course, not 100% of assumptions. Uh, you need assumptions, you know. But people have developed this weird certainty of their assumptions. They absolutely, they will just make assumptions about anything and take them as fact. All of their assumptions, I think. I don't know them. I'm not in their heads. But I know what I see them do. You can, you can tell, you, you know what I mean? You know what's up with a person. When they do something, it's like two plus two. You know what I mean? I can tell what you believe when you say a statement. That would only be that way if you believe that. You know what I mean? But um, That sounds like uh, all of just, social media now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not really... I don't know much about the world today or like what social media is up to. <laughs> or like people on Twitter or anything. But um, uh, I just... I don't know. I don't know how one would even know. People, I've heard people on... I listen to podcasts... I used to be addicted to podcasts, but, um, those people, some people don't do this. The people, there are tons of people that don't, you know, aren't certain of their assumptions, but just so many people. Yeah. You know, you know, you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. What about you, Jacob? What's your number five pet peeve? So my number five on pet peeves, which, by the way, this list was sent to us by our Patreon supporter, Derek Diamond. Yes, I forgot to mention. Thank you, Derek. All of uh, Derek's lists that he sent us will be on the show guaranteed. And if you support us on Patreon, you can send us lists that will be on the show guaranteed. But my number five pet peeve. What is it? What's Black Power? (laughs) (laughs) To Derek. Derek. Yeah. To Derek. <laughs> to Derek. Uh, my, my number five pet peeve is poor grammar because it's not that fucking hard. <laughs> it's just not. Like, I understand you're trying to save time by sending me the wrong your, oh but my the God. wrong your instantly fucking pisses me off. I'm glad you said that. You know and, what I'm saying? And there, there, and there. Oh, my God. If pe- Why can't people get that right? Why? Look, and I... And I understand if they do it wrong, not on purpose, because you're just fucking stupid and you have a lot bigger problems than the poor grammar. But it's the people. Yeah. I mean, me too. But it's like (laughs) the people that use the poor grammar just for abbreviation sake. Like they know better and they know what the fuck they're doing. Piss me off. I do hate that people do the abbreviations, first of all. It's like I've always typed out the words completely. Yeah. I go, you, it's just like, dude, you do not yeah. have that. Your time is not that fucking intense. <laughs> yeah, and it and it doesn't even save time because I'm not going to understand what the fuck you just sent me <laughs> with the wrong words in it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So you got to fucking this code, fucking illy, BYD. <laughs> I don't have a codex to, to un, uh, un, unravel this mystery you've sent me. <laughs> there were yeah i actually i very did recently figure out a bunch of them like i think they're making new ones and shit uh, and it's like... <laughs> uh let's see for my number five pet peeve uh and this is an old man one um people in the self-checkout with 500 dollars worth of groceries what the hell are you doing in the self-checkout why do these <laughs> Old people go through the self-checkout with like $800 worth of groceries and then want to pay with a check. Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) That's true. Yeah, the self-checkout's definitely for when like the 20 items or less line is too long. Yeah. Like you have one fucking thing and you got to go. I hate it. This hit me recently. When you're in when you're in line, are you supposed to stay where you were to put the money back in your wallet? Because it always takes me a little bit, and I feel like I want to move out of the out of the way so that another person can get and order their thing or whatever. Me personally, if there's enough room at the counter, like if I'm at a uh, uh, like a convenience store, I always move out of the way. 
to let, yeah. let the other but now with covid and social like, distancing i'm just too, like yeah long. that's an anxiety inducing moment in your life it, it is yeah <laughs> i've become a lot less considerate of a person because i like my philosophy now is like okay you waited on my transaction for this long you can wait just a second fucking longer for me to put my shit up because that's that's better for me <laughs> I, it, it's so weird all right, so we'll move on. So, what's your number four, Bill? Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> Technically, I've no, never mind. Um. Uh, uh. Okay. Um. People who think that they don't have to be entertaining the conversation. Okay, so like people that'll send you back just yeah or okay or something like no, that. No, no, not text in real conversations. I have come across so many people who absolutely will just yammer about things that they know I fucking don't care about. All right? This they, happens to nobody me every could possibly day. fucking care about it. And they just fucking have no care in the world. They don't care at all. Yeah. They just absolutely just I'm coming across this a lot, all right? I'm telling you, this is on here for I, I experience this frequently. I think it's the uh, the uh, the the it it's the social mediafication of our society is people think that every little just thought that comes across their head needs to be talked about in conversation and it's like no I don't want to hear about your I don't give a damn what you dreamed about last night like <laughs> and, <Wow>. and, yeah. <laughs> Unless Sometimes. it's something Crazy. funny, like it, it, I don't, yeah. I don't know, like it, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example, you know, but you don't know what I dreamed about last fucking night. I have insane fucking dreams. This, <laughs> I pressed this button, and then it made my brother. Okay, so first of all, I know for it's. I I knew this later. I pressed the button. I can't find my brother forever. I realized <laughs> when I pressed this button, I summoned a fucking little child who fucking has all the. He can do anything. All right, he's literally God. I summoned God as a child, and he's a demon. He's a demon child, and he's he immediately took away my brother. First of all, I noticed that because I couldn't find him anymore. All right, and you know he's just fucking with me all night. And then I would walk up on him. He's got all of his teeth not in his fucking mouth. They're floating in front of where his mouth should be. They're just floating there, and it's in the row of like a teeth formation, and. It, that's worth talking about. <laughs> See, that's that's something you should start doing on stage is, yeah. is do that bit over and over again and make it different with, like, real dreams. Like, yeah. you guys want to know what I dreamed about I last night? Nightmares every night. I have fucking pure nightmares. <laughs> and they're insane. So what about you, Jacob? What's your number four? My number four is something I think both of you can get behind me on. It's people who are rude to servers. Yes. See, my family uh, from Iowa, as much as I love them, I see them once a year at most. And so it's it's one of those things like they're family and I know them, but I don't really know them, you know? And whenever we go to a restaurant or anything like that, my cousins and my aunt are just so rude to the waiters. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, it makes me so fucking nervous because I'm the person that's like, as, every time you refill my drink, even if I'm in mid conversation, if I'm in mid sentence, I'm going to turn and say, thank you. Yeah. yeah. People get mad at me for how much I say thank you and like, sorry and things. Same here. I, you know, I've I worked, I've worked I don't in, my, I like uh, saying sorry to people. Yeah. Well, I yeah. worked in food service for over 20 years, so I know how shitty of a job it is, and it's nice to hear thank you every once in a while. You That's know? exactly what it is. Yeah. I was talking to my brother. It literally, it's basically, I just want to communicate to people that, like, I care about you. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's the only non-weird way to do that. You know what I mean? It's like a subtle right. way to be like, I like, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I whatever you got going on, like, I, I fucking like uh, I care. I, I genuinely yeah. care about. I mean, that's just like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I always. Yeah, want yeah I mean, people you, you want to communicate the appreciation for sure. Yeah, I always just, want people you know, to feel appreciated. You know that when they do stuff or or just in general, like just thank you for being you. You know. Yeah. yeah I, I <clears throat> All right, for my number four, is having to go to work so damn early. 
Like, why can't we have work days that start at like noon? <laughs> I hate waking up early. I'm always late for work. That's why I, I'm. I've always been kind of lucky. Like, you know, I've got a cool boss now who who doesn't mind when I'm late, which is often. But I just, I don't like work. <laughs> I don't like having to go to work. I don't like having to wake up early. That's just a daily pet peeve. When I wake up in the morning, yeah. I'm like, shit, I got to go to work. So I think what I'm hearing is that your number four pet peeve is that the job market is shitty and not everyone can do what they want to do for a living. Yeah, pretty much. And I have a you know college degree that's pretty much useless at this point. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a lot of people, sadly. Most everyone, like... I mean, the, my brother was delivering pizzas with an associate's degree for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just fucking insane. Jesus. So what about you, Bill? What's your number three? Wow. Um, um, okay. Like, these these really chill people that, like, um, they, uh, they, they basically just, like, show no emotion. And they like they and they they get first they get weirded out first of all when you are like really like jammed up about something you know what I mean uh-huh. they just <clears throat> you know like and they're I know that they're chill for just like because it's like it helps you in life to be that guy you know what I mean yeah to just like you always be cooler and everything you never you never look stupid because you never go out on a limb. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never like, yeah. you never show that you're <clears throat> into something. And so, like, when somebody says it's just a really safe way to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I definitely understand that. I mean, it's uh, that's probably a pet peeve of mine is like someone who is you know seems like they keep their cool all the time, and you're like, oh, what? You don't fucking get angry about anything? <laughs> like, you don't well, you don't experience the rainbow it. of emotions that yeah. every human experiences? <laughs> Or excited about anything. They won't even be like, they won't even think something that's cool is cool. They're like, they yeah. don't care about, oh, oh, what, about what about you, Jacob? What's your number three? My number three pet peeve is bad drivers. Yes. On both, both ways, but mostly bad drivers when I'm in the car with them. Because <laughs> when I'm in a car with a bad driver, I... I'm I'm a little bit of a bad of a of a backseat driver. I am, but the thing is, is if, I, if I'm in a car with a bad driver, I'm gonna tell them how to not be a fucking bad driver. I'm gonna say, hey, it's a green light, go. Hey, we can turn right on red. Hey, watch out for that curb. But bad drivers don't want to fucking listen to you, do they? They're just like, no, I'll do it my way and not listen to the right way to fucking drive. <laughs> my brother was like that. He was like a fucking just insane he was a bad driver mixed with a fucking crazy speeder change lanes or guy yeah people who change lanes often is crazy too it's like just stay in the fucking lane you need to be in i dude one of my favorite things in the world is when i see somebody gun it and then the light turns red and they're just like have to slowly go off the line <laughs> and it's just like we're we made it no we are the exact same right now yeah <laughs> Uh, for my number three, daylight savings time. Can we just not do this anymore? Like, why? Why are we still doing this every six months? Every six months, we change the clock. It fucks everybody's circadian rhythms up. Uh, you know, nobody, everybody hates it. Nobody wants to do anything about it. Um, and it, it causes accidents. Um, the uh, people... Like heart attacks go up uh, early in the morning when uh, you know daylight savings time goes into effect. Like, why are we still doing this? It's 2020. Just stop it. Just stop it. Let's just stop doing it. I think as a people, just as American citizens, when the next time time change comes around, just be like, no, we're not going to do it. Just refuse to change your clock. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Um- if everybody in one... America just said, no, we're not going to change our clocks, what, what can they yes. do? You know, there's one state, I forgot which state Arizona. it was, but there's one state out of the 50 states that doesn't recognize. Yeah. Arizona uh, doesn't do it. They say this, they stay the same uh, hour, like all year long. Yeah. 
That's how it needs to be because, I mean, it, it's only daylight savings time for farmers. That's why it was invented. Yeah. And farming's fucking automated yeah. now. So it's like, we don't need this. Don't forget to set your <laughs> clocks sure. back. I hate every every six months. Don't forget to set your clocks back. Like, fuck you, no. I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> so what about you, Bill? What's your number two? That's a really good I really like that one a lot. Um <laughs> <laughs> Can, wait, can y'all tell me this before we start this? What is the line? Like, because I went to having just absolutely beyond no line. Every word out of my mouth was far beyond the line mm-hmm. growing up. You know what I mean? Um, and now that I found out there was some sort of a line, um, what is it? What What is the line that you can't cross? It's... I what I've know. done is just played it so safe. Like, that's... See, that thing about y'all saying me going up to the, um, just laughing and moving on, that's either a joke that is just horrifying <laughs> or, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. it's just not funny. It's just Look, an idea that I wrote down. It's like, I can't do that. The you know, only I, line. I know I have a weird sense of humor, and so I don't, people do the, not always lie. The, the only real line there is in comedy in 2020 and people don't realize how simple it is to not cross this line, is if you say something that'll offend an entire marginalized group of people. Yes. That's the only line. The secret, that's it. The it, secret to you comedy. You can be as fucking disgusting as you want to be. The secret to yeah, comedy I've been, I've been is, just disgusting, like, gross-out humor. You can do that all day. Never punch no, down. Never, huh? ever punch down. And con- that that's my yeah. rule in comedy. Never punch down. You can punch sideways and you can punch up. Never punch down. And if you do punch down, it better be in a way that they can laugh at it too. Like it's it, it's it's an observable funny thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I have a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot. I have a few bits that I really like that are about just the differences between black people and white people. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've purposely used these jokes in black rooms. Like, I've used them in black rooms on the road. And because they kill. I mean, it's amazing. Because, yeah. the you know, the black communities I've done these jokes for understand that I'm joking with them and not at yes. them. I'm not trying to make fun of them to demean them in any way. Yeah. But, I mean, even still, like, I'm not going to do those jokes for a very long time because of the Black Lives Matter movement. Because oh, yeah. it's just not worth it. Yeah, I'm definitely very afraid of getting just whammoed by somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too afraid of getting punched. I'm I'm afraid of people saying that they don't want to want to see me doing comedy anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll really I'll take a punch in the face any day as long as people will still want to hear my jokes. Yeah. So but what's, what's your number two, though, Bill? <laughs> yeah, what is your number two, Bill? <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my one was dudes who want to fight me. But uh, I don't know. Who that one. Um. I understand that too, dude. As a man, there is so many situations where another dude will try to fight you for yeah. no fucking reason. It is insane. It is insane. I don't. And get... the, it's always that cool guy. Yeah. Who's fucking uncool? Secretly, just out of nowhere. I just don't have that toxic masculinity like nerve in my body. I was just born without it. I don't understand it. But I can rattle that nerve in someone else. I'm good at rattling the nerve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really good at telling people to fuck off or whatever. Like, Jason was there when um, I almost got in a fight with a, a heckler. Yeah. That was, like, twice my size. And I told him to just fuck off. Yeah. And apparently that almost started a fight. And I didn't realize it because I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking fight this guy. I'm just going to tell him to fuck off. And, you know, I don't think that that should start a fight. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's fucking insane. And, really how, um, and luckily, a lot how, of times my size helps me because nobody really messes with a six foot three bald guy, you know, two hundred pound bald guy. So yeah, I, I they're like, oh, he's in the Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah. We got he's got friends. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get moving. Actually, uh, what's your number two, Jacob? All right, my number two is being late. Yes, uh, not necessarily other people who are late because I I understand 
that everyone has shit that makes them late, but I personally cannot stand being late myself to yeah. anything. It's like the most embarrassing thing for me <laughs> to agree to a time and to not meet that time. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, my number two is insurance and taxes. As an adult, there's nothing I like m- less than having to pay insurance and taxes, health insurance, teeth insurance, eye insurance, car insurance, he- uh, life insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance. I think most of my paycheck goes to fucking insurance at this point. And then at the end of the year, I pay thousands of dollars in taxes. And then the government says, hmm, you owe us a, 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 a you owe us about 500 more dollars. Yeah, we, we see it. You owe us some more money. And I have to write a check with money that I don't have to the government every year. And I just, it's like, I feel like the government is a mobster. And I am in deep in uh, 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 gambling debt for my entire <laughs> life. I'm in gambling debt to the government. So yeah, <laughs> that's I my. I love that voice. I love that voice you gave to the government. Yeah, well, let me see here. Yeah, you think you? I think you owe us like a few more dollars. We we're not all good here. <laughs> so what about that's you, like... Bill? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say that's like that's like douchebag Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what's your number one, Bill? Oh, these were supposed to be in order like that. Oh, I mean, it does not have to be in any particular. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um. Okay. People who make me conform to them. People who won't let me be myself. Um. That's it. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. There, there's nothing worse than someone you can't be yourself around. Yeah. Ah, you know, it's like I, it's like I know where every word out of my mouth comes from. You know, what I mean, it comes from a place of, of, you know, goodwill towards man. Yeah. You know what I mean? All men, <laughs> and uh, somehow I'm in the wrong constantly, and I say something that's just horrifying to people. <laughs> So what what about you, Jacob? What's your number one pet peeve? My number one pet peeve, and you've probably caught on to this at some point, Jason, <laughs> is changing plans. Yes. I fucking <laughs> cannot. I've lit- I literally turned down an open mic offer where I would be getting paid money to do this podcast because I didn't want to change the date of the podcast. I fucking hate <laughs> changing plans so goddamn much. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah, I, I I know the feeling. I I hate having to change plans. When they set a date to hang out and then they just cancel it like five minutes before, that happens a lot. Or, or if they cancel it, or if like you're hanging out with somebody and they're like, and it's not something like, oh, I have to go to the bank or something like that. It's like that's cool. It's like, oh, I got to go to Walmart real quick. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no going to Walmart real fucking quick. <laughs> you can do that on your own goddamn time when we're not together. I know it's it's weird, man. I don't know. I don't know what's up with people, dude. Like I, I I've prepared I've prepared diligently for this podcast by isolating myself for three years and having no friends. <laughs> None. Zero. Uh, <laughs> Just for us. Yes. Um. And for my number one, Jacob, I think you can uh, get behind this too, because you know how much I I hate these sorts of things. I uh, I left Facebook recently because honestly, I am getting very. My biggest pet peeve is friends, friends and family members who want to send me right wing propaganda <laughs> videos through direct message and and uh, text messages all goddamn day long, knowing I'm not gonna watch the shit, knowing I don't believe any of that shit. That yet they still send it to me every day. Like you have to see this and you have to share it before they they take it down. Like no, first off, I'm not gonna watch this crap. Two, I'm not gonna vote for Trump. Three, I mean Trump could come to my house right now and say, you know, suck you off. Hey, I'll give you a million dollars if you vote for me right now. I would 
fucking slam the door in that asshole's face. All right. I'm not going to vote for that. dude. No, not going to happen. I wouldn't vote for him if I was on fire and they had a, a garden hose Look, pointed at me. And what, if said, said, <laughs> what if he said you can suck me off, film it, and put it on Twitter? Would you maybe, vote for him? maybe, maybe. I would vote for him. I would vote for him if he sucked me off just for the meme. But they you send me these like it. they send me yeah, these conspiracy yeah. videos and like great clips from like Tucker Carlson. I like I don't want to see it. Don't send yeah. it to me. Just don't, because I'm not and, even going to look at it. The weird thing is, like, how many people randomly send left-wing propaganda to their no conservative one. family members? No one. No I, one does I don't it. do it. Because it's like, it's like, just believe whatever the fuck you're going to believe. And when the, when the Black Lives Matter movement first started, I disowned half of my fucking family, <laughs> dude. Because they literally just came up on my posts where I said my opinion and started saying a bunch of racist bullshit. And I said, hey... That's not going to fucking happen. If you're going to act like that, I don't want to see you ever again in my entire life. Yeah. yeah. See, that you hit on the problem is they can post whatever they want on their Facebook, but when they come to you, you know what exactly. I mean? It's exactly. It's just like, what is this? Well, what if what if somebody came to you with, with uh, a pamphlet on the revolution against daylight savings time? Oh, instance? I would sign it in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I would be behind. Yeah. I'm just giving a little Even, devil's advocate. I think the only way I would ever vote for Trump is if he came out today and said, if you vote for me, I'll get rid of daylight savings time. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> this motherfucker's making a lot of sense. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, so guys, I think that about wraps up yeah, our episode for today, boys. Going. Bill, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. We've yes. I've been looking forward to this for for a long, long time, and a very uh, long time. I can't wait to see you in person again, and I can't wait to get you back on the show, dude. Thank you so much. Yes, please. Our door is oh, always God. open if you want to be a guest. Come on through, man. Yes. Just send me a message. Uh, My Jay- brain was uh, very mixed up. This was a tough one for me. Randy, do you have any sort of uh, any kind of <laughs> online presence people can go follow you, or just no? No. Okay. <laughs> where, hey, where can I, people? I'm, where can I'm people really, see you do comedy? Uh, Alabama Music Box right now. Somebody, we got to save the blind mule, you know. Yeah. Something like that. Well, go um, go check him out. I don't know why it's not started up again. Yeah, go Alabama check him out. Box. When uh, just keep an eye on on you know whenever they're doing open mics over there at the Alabama Music Box. Go check him out. Great comedian. He's going to be huge, I'm telling you. Mark my words. And uh, Jacob, is there anything you need to uh, pimp before we leave tonight? I'm just myself. Yes. (laughs) But if you would like to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at openmikers on Twitter and uh, openmikerspodcast on facebook which i don't really go over there but jacob takes care of it for us so we will see you guys next week good night everyone and thank you for joining us mr bill randy it always does that when he plays the scene oh i couldn't hear anything i was like what (laughs) it's just like that for us the people will hear it